So there's another group of people, ladies and gentlemen, that the Biden administration is paying a lot of money to. Now, you know, yesterday we covered um, about uh, the $30 million that's going to a program uh, to reduce, you know, the harm uh, people have uh, when they're trying to use uh, illegal drugs. And, you know, he, he talked about he's the smoking kits that have these, uh, you know, crack pipes in them or meth pipes, etc. But today we're talking about the LGBT community. Now the Biden administration is paying out a substantial amount of money to the surviving partners of LGBT couples who were denied the right to marry. Now they say no one knows exactly how many people are eligible say though the best estimate reaches into the thousands at minimum and a pot of money stretches into the millions. Now they say that a few of these individuals uh, know they're entitled to these payouts and many are elders of advanced age. So LGBT groups are in a race against time to identify and assist this population in vindicating their constitutional rights before it's too late. Now they say Lambda illegal, the organization leading this campaign laid the groundwork in two lawsuits filed during the Trump presidency, both challenged social security administration's denial of survivor benefits to individuals affected by same sex marriage bans, which have been, unenforceable since the Supreme court found them unconstitutional in 2015. They said the first suit was filed on behalf of widows and widowers. It said who could never marry because of their partners died before same sex marriages were legalized. And the second was filed on behalf of widows and widowers. It said who were married for less than nine months before the same sex partner died. Um, they said that typically the survivor benefits they say are available uh, if the marriage lasted more than nine months, it said, but if an unconstitutional law prevented the couple from marrying, it said until the end of one partner's life, uh, Lambda argued, it said the government had an obligation to alter this rule. Okay. So it said in each case, a federal judge agreed that the denial of survivor benefits violated the constitution. These judges ordered immediate payouts to the individual plaintiffs and certified nationwide class actions of, on behalf of LGBT uh, persons injured by the exclusionary policy. Now, Trump, um, he dragged his feet in paying those benefits to the plaintiffs and appealed the class action uh, decisions, just attempting to quash them. Okay. It said, but once Biden entered the White House, he said the DOJ started singing a different tune. So on November 1, 2021, the DOJ settled the cases, dismissing the appeals. It said the time. Uh, for him to do that uh, was very quick to say four months earlier, Biden fired Andrew Saul, Trump's commissioner of the Social Security Administration, replaced him with Kalolo Kijakazi. It's a LGBT uh, friendly progressive. It said with Biden's officials in place, the federal government is eager to start paying out survivor benefits to victims of anti LGBT discrimination. Um, now they say survivors can start collecting benefits at 60 or 50 if they're disabled. It said the, the survivors applying for the first time receive monthly payments forward. It said the number varies based on the deceased partner's earnings and get as high as uh, around $1,250 per month. And they said if a survivor applied previously and was denied, they can be paid a lump sum up front, a big lump sum actually. Providing retroactive benefits go back to the date of the application in addition to monthly checks. Okay. So 
Biden um, has actually been paying all this out. He, he he's giving out lump sums um, to people who you know previously could not uh, have an LGBT marriage, and also people who um, you know was only uh, LGBT married for less than nine months. Um, he's paying them in the thousands every month and, and big lump sums. He didn't go to Congress uh, to get this done. Um, he didn't say it was so difficult for him to do it. Nope. He didn't say anything like that. Uh, he just had, he just said, yep, just drop the appeals and Hey, just start cutting checks. So everybody's getting checks. Now, even people like Charles blow, he's LGBT, he's black. And I was hearing what he was saying about it. And he said that he felt it was wrong, uh, to do uh, he's paying all this money out to LGBT, but black people aren't getting anything. And, you know, I don't agree with everything that Charles Blow say, but, you know, at least I agree with him on that. See, everybody's getting a bag from the Biden administration except black people. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, at this point, he's doing that on purpose. It's not even even ignoring pe- black people at this point. You know, he's like, say, oh, well, they're ignoring us. No, they're not ignoring black people. They purposely saying, I'm not going to do nothing for you. F y'all watch what I do for everybody else. That's what that's about. That has nothing to do with ignoring because ignoring, you know, you will play a game with somebody. You no, know, they ain't playing a game with black folks no more because they, they know, listen, they said, listen, he only going to be a one-term president. So we got to go for broke. We got to make sure we get up all these other groups, all these buffer classes. We got to make sure they get so, you know, high up on the scale economically with black people that that will keep black people at a permanent underclass. So this is what this is about in this presidency from what I'm saying is about injecting capital and protection to all the buffer class groups. And while black, cause they know good and well that once the Republicans come in, that's going to stop. Right. And, and, and then it's going to be back to square one, you know how the Republicans are. So, that's what, the, so that's what I'm looking at. This presidency is about is giving everybody else. That's a uh, uh, part of the groups that they, they want to support, um, giving them money. Now let's go back to the black voters. I know good and well, you didn't vote for this. I know you didn't vote for this. You voted for protection. You voted for finances, right? That's the two things black people need. I don't need you to, to acknowledge slavery. I don't need you to say sorry. I don't need nothing. All I need is capital, capital, capital. And, and, and we need that protection. We should Democrats say, hell no, I'm not providing capital. I'm not providing protection. You see, y'all should just be happy that some of you got that child tax credit which was for everybody. It wasn't for black people. They can do specific things for specific groups, but they can't do nothing for black people. Right? So see until black people start respecting themselves and saying, okay, if you do stuff for a particular group and it's not for everybody, then we take it. We do file a lawsuit, right? To, to, to do the same thing y'all do to us. See the more and more I, I, I see things, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just saying from my perspective and my point of view, I'm going to watch these midterms. I'm going to watch 2024. And if things don't go the way they should go, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have a different conversation with y'all at that point. Um, if I see the majority of my people still voting Democrat, even after all of this that Biden is doing, because I'll be honest with you, the Democrats have never been disrespectful. They have, listen, all the years I've been living, I've never seen them disrespectful and this anti-black, at least in the times that I've been living. I'm not talking about the Dixiecrats. I wasn't alive during that time. But 
if you still go vote Democrat at this point, like I said, I'm going to have a different conversation with y'all, you know, and, and, and my, my content is even probably going to change at that point, you know, or I'm still going to talk about us as black people, but it's going to change completely, you know, cause I'm, I'm already, like I said, I, 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 you know, I definitely believe in pan-Africanism. I believe in that. I believe we should connect globally with our people. Some of you don't believe in that and that's fine. You don't have to not believe in that. But, you know, if I really start going to real about what's happening in black America, I mean, like really, you know, but I, I try to respect everybody. I try to respect people's feelings. I try to respect different, you know, mindsets. I get that. But I always tell people that you have to understand that I can only report what I see and, and what I know that's working even for me. Right. And this, this particular Democrat party itself is, is very anti-black. They don't like black people. Um, they don't have any will, you know, being toward us and, and Biden, his only way about it. When they asked him, he said, I just need to get out there on the campaign trail again. I need to go talk to people. I need to do this. I need to do that. Cause he feel that way. If I just go touch some of these uh, black folks and I go hug on them and take pictures with them, they'll vote for me because Hey, if they, you know, um, they're not black or they don't vote for me, you know, which was the most disrespectful thing that you could say to a person or a group of people. Um, but he got away with it because, Hey, you know, a lot of you are black, you know, and, um, that didn't bother you that, that he says something like that. But yeah, I'll tell y'all, I'm going to keep putting up the truth about what they're doing. I'm going to watch the 2022 midterms. And I'm going to watch how y'all, I'm going to look at the data, how y'all voted. I'm going to see what happens. Now you respecting yourself. Okay. That gives me a little bit more hope in you. I said, but if I look at 2024 and y'all doing the same thing that you've been doing, like I told you, I'm going to have a different conversation. I mean, I, me personally, there's certain things I'm going to do regardless of what I say uh, to y'all, but you know, I will start really being on a, on a mantra of something different. Okay. Uh, because I don't believe in, being in a sinking ship. If you understand what I'm saying, I don't believe in that. Um, I think it's a shame for the good black people in America that they have to suffer because a good amount of black folks in America really don't want to have empowerment for ourselves. They don't want to control their economic destiny. You know, they, they really don't want to do that. And it's in the bad part about it is they don't want other black people to do the same. See, it's cool if you don't want economic, you know, uh, freedom. It's even cool if, if you feel like you just want to work for them, them folks all your life. But what, but, but what they do is they will come to conversations where people are talking about economic freedom, conversations where they talk about, you know, pan-Africanism and different things like that. They'll try to come in and argue with you when they don't even believe in what you're talking about. And they'll still come around and try to argue with you about something that they don't even believe in. And you didn't even ask them to join. Understand? They, like I said, they, they talk about some of them, you know, like I said, some of them claim they love America so much, but they ain't doing crap in America. Not doing a freaking thing, but complaining and looking, looking to Joe Biden and the Democrats to save them. You understand? So, so like I said, we'll see, we'll see what happens in these midterms, but yeah, the, the Democrat party, they say, they say they so disrespectful at this point. Like I say, it, it's, it's on purpose. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying this is being done on purpose. His mission. Once again, I'm going to repeat it. 
is to make sure all the buffer classes and all the special interest groups. And when I mean by special interest groups, I mean like white LGBT, uh, you know, things like that. That's a, that's a special interest group, you know, Asians, uh, $5 Indians, uh, Arabs, um, you know, uh, Hispanic people, you know, anybody like that. He want to make sure that he inject a lot of money and protections into those groups. And then by the time he got out of office, it, you talk about a, a, a wage gap and wealth gap with white people. Oh no, you're going to have it with these other people too, because that's the way they're trying to set it up. Because this man, like I say, say what you want to say about Donald Trump, Donald Trump didn't actively inject capital into all these other groups. He didn't actively do that. He didn't put no laws down. Donald Trump didn't sit there and took your jobs away behind no medical decision. Donald Trump didn't do any of that. And you still got, you still got slow, slow, slow remedial black folks in our community that will still say, well, he's still better than Trump. I'm like, Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. I said every day, every day, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling y'all every day I look at this society in America and I even look at what's going on in black America. I say, I cannot be surrounded with this. This is just not even a good environment at this point. And I know some of your brothers and sisters feel the same way. I'm not the only one. Y'all let me know in the comments for sure how you feel about that. Like I just can't, I can't black America was so much better than this. Even 20 years ago, 25, 30, I'm going to say even 30 years ago, uh, you know, let's say 1992, you know, shoot, that's when they had the riots in LA brothers and sisters were 10, 10, they they was on cold about that. You know what I'm saying? But what happened? You go from the to what happened in '92 in LA to what we got today, like oh my God, right? You know, uh, it just. But yeah, that's why. That's why I say anybody listen to me, listen, listen to your brother here. Get your passport. It's not expensive. Matter of fact, I'm about to uh, go get my, my son. He he, uh, I'm about to go get his uh, for him, and all of that. I told him so as soon as he. Uh, uh, graduate or shoot. I may even, if I can this summer, take him on his first trip, uh, to the continent, whatever, let him start seeing different things because, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we gotta, we gotta start doing a lot different, you know, as a people, we just really do. Um, don't, don't let none of these people hold you back, brothers and sisters. Cause like I said, some of them, from what I'm hearing, they still support Biden. They may not be speaking up about him as much, but they still support this fool. They support him. No matter what he's doing to us as a people, they support him. And if you if you gonna sit up there and allow yourself to be stuck as a permanent underclass, black folks, I'm talking about the smart people, those of you who, who listen and the smart people, you better have your passport. You better start moving around, and you better start making friends in other places. You know what I'm saying? Start doing that, um, because it's not even America that's the problem beyond what you at this point from what I'm seeing, it is the majority of black folks that's fine. They, I mean, they're fine with being a permanent underclass. They're fine with it. They will even vote for it. They will vote for it. And like I said, you, you don't deserve that. You brothers and sisters who are good people, you brothers and sisters who just want to fight and do what's right. You don't deserve that kind of treatment. So you need to have more than one option. So, um, yeah, I mean, this, this, this one dude here I'm reading, uh, here received $90,000 from Biden. 
uh, for survivor's benefits, $90,000, one-time check, and he's receiving 18000 I'm sorry, $1,800 a month. That That's the kind of uh, payouts um, Biden has given to the LGBT uh, community, $90,000 payouts. Could you, could you imagine what you would do with a $90,000 payout and $1,800 a month? Could you, could you imagine that? But, th- but this is what, this is what's happening. Um, and, and what, what he's doing. So how, how do you compete with the federal government injecting money into the all the buffer classes like that, the tune of $90,000 and $1,800 a month? How do you compete with that? We could compete with it, but enough of us aren't on code. I like, I believe 15% of us possibly are on code enough, but that's not enough. Even though it could, because it's way too many of us that sold out. It's way too many of us that fear doing for ourselves. It's just way too many, you know, and, and I just don't believe it's right for us as a people to try to save those people. We can't, I mean, it's a, it's a big section of our community that we can't save brothers and sisters, you know, and if they still voting for that Democrat party, like I said, I'm gonna watch, but if they still voting for that Democrat party at this point, and even Malcolm X said, you know, they play us for political chumps. And if you vote for Democrat, you're a traitor to your race. That's why I met with it now. That's exactly why I met with it right now, because look at what these people are doing. How much more disrespect can you take as a people, but like I said, let's see, cause you know, at times, you know, I've, I've almost given up and, and black America has all it shocked me at times. It made me just kind of like just have start having hope again, but just want to make sure to put in this report, how the LGBT is getting uh reparations payments and uh, they're rushing to uh, let more people know about these payments. But uh, the descendants of uh, African slaves, um, they can't get what's owed to them. Um, from the stolen land and uh, resources and uh, our labor. No, you can't get that. But LGBT, you know, they can get $90,000 checks and $1,800 a month. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on the podcast uh, this morning. It was a little later than normal, but I had to work on some other content. Uh, but like I say, hey, better late than never, right? Um, if it's your first time listening, make sure you subscribe and, and make sure to tell five of your friends, you know, so we can continue to grow our podcast channel and get it out there. Uh, make sure you click the like button. Cause you know, we can't depend on, uh, the algorithm. So we need y'all to do the old school, uh, tell five people, you know, like they, they tell you in church, touch five people. And if you enjoy the show, consider don- donating a love offering, a love offering definitely helps us uh, to keep going. And we'll, we'll post that, you know, we, the cash out is definitely the quickest way, but Hey, we'll take, um, you know, super chat or even super thanks after the fact, you know, have a button down that say, thanks, super thanks. We'll take that too. Whatever you feel that the Lord impressed upon your heart to, to give a love offering. Uh, definitely. We greatly appreciate it. So thank you for listening and see you next time. Mm-hmm.